Hello and welcome back to another episode of Destroy Digital, a digital marketing podcast. I'm Chris Asher. And I'm Mark Chen. And Mark, today we've got a bit of a different episode. What are we talking about? Antisocial behavior. Oh. Oh, yes, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I just got carried away. Um, so do you want to... Elaborate yeah. on the antisocial behavior? Well, it's about social media platforms and how, you know, um, things have taken quite a bit of a turn lately on two of our favorite platforms. Yeah. Uh, well, your one of my, Well, yeah. One of them is your favorite platform. Yeah. And the other one is really not mine either. <laughs> but it's going to be big, big in what we do. Um, so, all right. So, a couple of things have been happening on the Instagram landscape and the YouTube landscape. Yeah. Um, and I think, well, let's start with uh, with Instagram. I think what's happened, people already, most of you, some of you will already know that Instagram is testing in seven countries. Oh, is it? Yep. Um, they're removing the likes australia is one of those countries australia and canada and canada yeah and japan okay. oh not in america no interesting interesting yeah so there's some theories out there about why yeah um, just just real quick because i think i cut you off there oh, just yeah. to explain to people oh, what's um, happened yeah, yeah yeah okay so instagram's now hiding likes in these seven countries in seven countries so if if you scroll through your feed you can't see the number of likes a particular post has had yeah. Okay. Um, so, so I can't like I can't see how many likes your post has had. Yeah, but you can see how many likes your post has had. Okay. Did, so, did it make sense? Yeah. 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 So it's like um, it's like on YouTube you can turn off the ability to show your number of subscribers on your channel. Yes. But yes. this is forced. This is forced. So if you, if you put something on on Instagram, you can see the number of likes and you can see who's liked them, but no one else can. I wonder what the purpose of this is. Well, the official line from uh, Instagram is that it's to help mental health. Okay, so that's what that's what I suspected that yeah. when we first said when we first talked about it, I mm, was like, mm. I wonder if it's to stop people comparing themselves with other people. Yeah, it's, it reduces peer pressure, and you know, how come she's more popular than me, or he's more popular than me? Or, I could imagine yeah, that yeah, with yeah, younger yeah. people. Yep, but it's kind of like. Well, I don't know. Okay, so um, so before we move into the YouTube stuff, because you guys hang on to that one, because that one's gonna, that one's a big one. It's, it's a very big one. <laughs> it's huge. It's huge. Um, um, but here in, in and, and very under the radar as well with the YouTube thing, but with her Instagram, the inter- interesting thing is, like, there's a part of me that says, yeah, okay, you can. I mean, that's reasonable, a reasonable yeah. move. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, Instagram is a social media channel. Yeah. The people who are upset. Are the influencers. Yeah, okay. Right, because... But also, like, if I post something to Instagram and it gets a really good number of likes, I, I kind of want people to see that. Yeah, exactly. But then but then they're removing that, op- that option for you because they don't want it to be a competitive thing, right? Why can't it be optional? I want to see other people's things or I don't want to see. Oh, yeah. Or could it be an age-based thing where you start Yeah, doing? or it could be an age-based thing. Yeah, you could... Uh, Although, you, you are you meant to be over the age of 18 or something? To just be to be on Instagram anyway. Yeah, yeah. or you have to Technically. Do, technically. <laughs> or you have to be... Uh, you have to do the psychological test or you have to <laughs> the, submit, submit Instagram yourself Instagram psychological <laughs> test. Oh, could you imagine how much trouble Facebook would get in uh-huh. if they started putting a psychological 
test. What are you doing with our psychological data? You know, like exactly. that you're asking us too Amazing. many questions. Oh, well, can you imagine that? Eight percent of all Instagrammers fail the test. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be the first. <laughs> no, no, they would. They'd all be kicked would, off I'm the platform. Yeah, Mark, um, dear Mark Jen, you are not mature enough to handle your likes. <laughs> <laughs> you're not emotionally equipped to handle the likes. That's right. <laughs> What's that famous line from uh for that Jack Nicholson line? You can't handle the truth. Yeah. yeah you can't right. handle the likes. Yeah. 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 All right. So the influencers are you know, well again. Are they up in arms? They are up in arms. They are um they're, So what are they saying? They well they're saying quite a few things. One of them um one of them quite a few of them have actually used the F word. Yeah. Like 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 on a post. Yeah, that doesn't like, surprise me. That's yeah. that's pretty normal like, for Instagram. I yeah. mean, they're showing their butts on that thing half the time. So, you know. What's an F-word or two? What's an yeah, F-bomb or exactly. two, exactly. Right? But it was F-bomb you Instagram. I mean, it's literally, you know, it's like, um, and a lot of them are complaining that, you know, they're, they're not being able to do business. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is what I, this is my job. I do business on Instagram and now they've taken away a massive, a major tool. So wh- how does that work? Um, Why, like, how is that taking away a major tool for them? Oh, for that, because, you know, here's the thing, right? It is a broken business model to begin with. What it, is? You know, you pay me to in, to influence and then I get put up a post with your product in it and I get you a bunch of likes and you pay me for that. Ah, uh, okay. Right. So that's what the business model that's is. One, this is what you got to explain uh, to that, me because okay. I don't know if that's the business model. That is one. That is one. Um, right. Because, like, from my perspective, okay, look, if I post this, you've got to, like, I thought that it was more based on how many followers you have, not how many likes you would receive on a post. Oh, look, you, then, okay, there is no right or wrong way of doing this. And it's such an, such an emerging field anyway, industry, if you want to call yeah. it that. So I could have like a million followers. And when I put up a post for one of my clients, I get 1200 likes and then my client goes, wow, great. A lot of people have seen it. So you can, yeah. Okay. So is a part of your sales tool is look on average, our posts get around 1200 yeah, likes. Because then my, then, then my. But you can still show that to uh, them with screenshots and stuff like that. Yeah. Fair enough. Because um, you can see your own likes. Yeah, but then so it doesn't destroy the model. No, but it, it, it blunts it a bit because popularity begets popularity, right? a post that's more popular would get more attention yeah i think from from my perspective it comes down to um like and i'll just use youtube as a quick example Mm -hmm. yeah you might show views and stuff like that but if you're going to get a branded content Mm -hmm. uh deal Mm -hmm. a brand deal yep um you're likely to use in your sales pitch to that company Mm -hmm. Here's my demographics that I receive, uh, you know, that watch my videos generally, which isn't available uh, to the public. Yep. That's only something that I, as the creator, can go into my data and extract and present. Yes, yes. So it's just going to be a case of the Instagrammers are going to have to learn how to to extract some data. Well, I don't know if they're going to know how to do that. Well, Instagram (laughs) doesn't give you much data to begin with. No, but they can at least, you know, tally up and do their own thing, but they probably don't know how to use a spreadsheet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's very manual. It is manual. You don't have a dashboard or anything like that. So that goes back to my point. Why the heck are you doing business on a social media channel? It's, I know it gives you access to followers, right? Access to an audience, mm. but it's not a business channel. What do you, I don't know what you mean right okay. now. Okay, right. So 
Um, if you're going to use a platform to do business, right, online, yeah, you want to use a platform that is basically saying that yeah, I'm here to help you make, do business. So, for example, if you're doing business on Amazon, you know that they're going to look after the businesses on Amazon. The Amazon's going to look after you and your customers and everyone else. Yeah, but they're different. They're business. different things. You you build a social media following hmm. because you look attractive or whatever. Yep. That's main reason anyone's on Instagram. That's you know. So it's tangen- well known. Yeah, but then the thing is that then it's tangential, right? If you mm. sell, how are you going to sell? You can't sell. The platform wasn't designed for you to sell on. You know. No. No, it wasn't. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to get at. You're trying yeah. to sell on a social media platform. But but if you're if you don't have anything to sell other than your good looks, then you can advertise someone else's product. product yeah, exactly. With your good looks on and, your Instagram. Yeah, absolutely right. That's about it. But then you still don't have the metrics about the number of people that have seen your post, number of people that have where where they are. No, it's it's a lot harder to. Um, to justify to your advertisers, but mm. they're doing it. Because it's tangential. It is the only thing they got, right? So from an investing in a platform perspective, I'm telling I'm telling Instagrammers, or I would say to influencers, why are you investing in a platform that doesn't respect you? Yeah. Um and they, they, the it's it's not designed for you to do that, to 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 sell products on or to Right now, unfortunately, there isn't any other way of doing it that way, um, selling your influence. Yeah. And I would venture in a few months, there might be. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to get at is social media platforms are social media platforms. They're there for you to connect with other people. They're yeah. not really there for you to do business. Yeah. The fact that you're doing business on it is because it allows you to connect with people, which i.e. customers. Um, but what you really want is a platform that looks after you from a business perspective, like if you have followers, we're not going to screw around with you. We're not going to, you know, restrict your access to them. We're going to help you reach out to them. We're going to help you sell to them and it will help you give you the tools. But here's the problem that is uh, sort of happening with, with that line of thought is Mm -hmm. uh, you need a platform that's going to be able to provide that for everyone as well. Not just the select people um, who the platform decides they're going to help because they've got X amount of followers or whatever. This is the reason I bring this up is this is the territory that YouTube's got into. Ah, yes, yes. They're starting to um, stratify their creators, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. so they digs a hole there. Hmm, hmm. Just to overlay, I think that the reasons, right, because um, with what YouTube's happening on YouTube, and I know you guys are trying to, everyone trying to work out what's happening on YouTube at the moment, and we'll get to it. <laughs> we will. <laughs> we will promise. Because Chris has written a whole bunch of notes, and I can see that four lines. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so back to Instagram. Um. There, there are there are some theories that the reason why Instagram has removed the likes was actually to uh help advertisers, so that smaller advertisers um are happy to put up posts and not have, you know, like show up only three likes on their post and then feel, oh, you know, we feel like hard done by, you know, so that that's that's some of the theory, other theories that are going around out there. I think at the end of the day, you follow the money. You know, who's going to make money out of this and who isn't? And uh, Instagram wants to do more ads. And, you know, so it stands to reason that they're going to try and sanitize the platform a bit. 
you know, get rid of um, as much negative content as possible and, you know, try and bring more advertisers to a platform that is less controversial. Um, you know, there's some legislation in Denmark now where um, they can pull posts that are antisocial. What what defines antisocial? That's the suicide note. The, uh, the, the okay. thing that's triggered it up, triggered this in Denmark was a suicide note. Uh, An influencer okay. put up a suicide note, and then she's dropped off the face of the earth for two days. Yeah, yeah. Somebody found her. She was still alive, but you know, that post was up for two days for her. You know, three hundred thousand fans to read. Yeah, posts like that usually are not very advertiser friendly. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so that there seems to be, uh, um. That I think that's possibly what's where it's moving towards, um, but in the meantime, you know, the influencers are collateral damage. Yeah, you know. Uh, are we segueing to YouTube? Is that collateral what you're damage? To do? Yes, yeah. that's okay. right. All right. So, what's going on with YouTube at the moment is uh, a campaign called FairTube, right? Um, and this is something that's been, I guess, a long time coming, a couple of years coming, and I'll go back into that and I'll explain why we're sort of talking about that shortly as well. Basically, uh, Fairtube is the unionization in Europe uh, of YouTubers specifically, not just content creators, not just social media creators, uh, YouTubers specifically. And... They the reason that it's unionized is because of the model that uh, YouTube has taken, and this is why it's a bit different to things like Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all of these things. And the model that YouTube's taken uh, is that they pay their creators yep. directly. Right, yes. And I've been thinking about this, and from day one, that's not a good idea mm, mm. because that's where all of this trouble comes from this isn't what this is why we're not really having that much trouble with instagram directly um yeah because instagram never made any contracts they never any made any their, promises to anyone but to anyone that you're going to make money from this yeah right? exactly YouTube that's did. up to you to figure out how you can make money from yep. it yeah but youtube has said you can make money doing this mm, mm. it's like uber youtube is more like uber yep than crowd crowdsourced content as opposed to crowdsourced transportation. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and but through a means of you, you make as much money as you want, um, on your time when you want. Mm. Mm. Well, uh, well, that was their initial cre- for the creators platform, wasn't exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the rules and stuff. Well, they've, they've, they change. Do we know what the changes are? We. Do a little bit, but they're very grey, and they don't tell you. They're not clear. So, no. So, so what happens when you when you flout the rules that you don't know about? Uh, you get demonetized. Oh, you um, mean, oh, right. So you've put all this effort into making all this content, thinking you're going to make all this money. Yeah. And then you don't know you've may have said something wrong. Yeah. Which you didn't know was wrong. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're not making money. Your your videos deemed uh, not suitable for advertisers. Right. And right. Then right. So you've so it's it sounds like a really shitty commercial arrangement. There's the other thing is that like you could say I've had one I've had a video uh, that was titled something about my mum's kitchen mm-hmm. demonetized. What? Yeah. Not suitable for advertisers because nothing in the nothing in the video. I don't know what it is because maybe women shouldn't be in kitchens. <laughs> maybe 
Um, but or, or maybe you shouldn't have been in the kitchen. I, who knows? They don't give you any explanation. Yeah, right. Um, and that is a, a problem because it's absurd. Just, it is absurd. You're just going. I hope this. Oh, this did this work? Yes, yeah, so this one worked. Okay, well, I'll do another one like that. And oh, then well, get... this one didn't work. What oh. what happened there? Yep. You're just sort of blindly traversing the. So who made the decision whether it was in or out, whether it was monetizable or not monetizable? Well, that's yeah, that's the thing. Is the initial decision? Um, that can be made multiple ways. I believe it can be made manually. Um, mm-hmm. but a lot do you of the know time that for a fact. No, I don't. I said I believe it can be done yeah, manually. manually. So is that that seems to be the uh, what I'm hearing from you, Chris, about what YouTube has done to to, mm-hmm. to the creators is that it created this massive gray area where they hold all the cards. It can come from things like uh, I mean, it can be influenced manually by people flagging people's videos. Here's another thing that uh, can influence whether a channel is mm-hmm. uh, advertiser friendly. And this was a big one recently, mm-hmm. was the comments section. If you get bad comments oh, and really? all of that, the content of those comments hmm. can affect your avil- ability to monetize your video. Oh, really? Regardless of its content. So wow. you could have a lot of bad actors yep. come on to target you and force your video to be oh. demonetized. So, so you're, you're basically forced or you're basically incentivized or disincent, uh, well, disincentivize for making any controversial content. Oh, you're definitely, but uh, even if you make the most Disney content, and someone comes in and says, and oh. a whole bunch of people start coming in and talking about <laughs> controversial <laughs> things in your comments section. Yeah, which yep. if you've ever been to the YouTube's comments section, never it's, read uh, the comments. <laughs> <laughs> it is an absolute shit show. Yeah, um, then you're likely. That can influence uh, yeah. your video to be demonetized. Uh, I, I mean, I guess it happens across most platforms. I mean, my um, my son's put up put up a really nice photo of himself, and you know, he was. I thought it was a really nice photo, and then all you know, the girls in his um, in his friendship group played a prank on him, and he reported the photo, and then he, he got banned. Yeah, it was just a photo of him in his photo studio being. Well, that's and that's it was what innocuous, I mean. It's completely like innocuous just, photos, right? Yeah, and the girls were playing a prank on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can you can get people doing that to actually destroy your income. Yeah, yeah. So they can flag these videos, and then you have to try and. I don't know if there's a way to actually dispute that type of thing. You with the monetization thing, um, so you can't even dispute it. You can't say, "Oh, look!" You can't even put up a case that what I've been attacked by bad actors. I don't think you can. So, wow. and you can't tell why. That's the other thing is you don't know whether that's oh, what they don't happened. Send, they don't, they don't you don't know you. how it got demonetized. You just know that it's yeah, demonetized. demonetized. They don't send you a report it's not saying advertiser okay. friendly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They don't report saying that at 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 two minutes forty two seconds you dropped the f bomb and that for no that's no. Not- no, nothing like that. Wow. So, um, and here's how it all, like, I want to go back to, uh, oh, look, where, where, it's such a big topic. Mm. So let's just talk about what's going on right now real quick, is that Fairtube, um, which is the unionization of YouTubers YouTube. in Europe. So the YouTubers yep. union, yep. Uh, which is backed by, uh, what's it? G, uh, IG Steel or IG something? St- IG Metal. IG Metal. That's it. Yeah. Um, I, IG Metal. Which, I think that's how it's pronounced. 
<laughs> which is we just got demonetized is what just happened there um so uh which is the largest uh trade union in the world uh, independent trade union I independent think it, sorry it says here. Yeah. yeah largest mm. independent trade union in the world yeah um so that's a really it's one it's a little surprising mm-hmm um, well, that a, that a trade that a big trade union would decide to take up the cause of YouTubers. Yeah. Well, I think it was instigated by a YouTuber. Yeah. Well, it was. Yeah. Um, but for, at the same time, like it's surprising that they got the backing of such a big union to. Well, yeah. Here's the, here's my take on it. Yeah. It, somebody knew somebody like go like you know he knew somebody in the union. Yeah. He went to talk to them, and they had to look at the laws in Europe and how it overlaid with YouTube, and they went. And I'm sure they would have a lot of lawyers. They would have gone through the thing and went, oh. We've actually got something We've here. We've got something here. Well, I think they did something to do with um, crowd workers. Um, so Yes, that's right. In in Europe, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course in Europe. Though. So, I mean, I guess they've already dealt with a similar thing and they've realized, oh, wait, YouTube isn't like uh, Facebook and Instagram. These are kind of the same model yep yep so so crowdsourcing workers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well some, something similar in Australia, in victoria and australia okay um you know how the deliver like the um the food delivery guys and yes. the bicycles um one of the big one of the big players here um classified them as independent contractors yeah and then basically the um they they, they want it wound up in court with a class action and people just bend the courts of speak no they're not independent contractors based on our labor laws they're actually employees. Yeah, interesting. Mm. So, yeah, well, it's uh, that's and this is why I think that YouTube sort of probably went down a an ill-advised direction um, early on because they're one of the earliest players in the social media sphere, mm-hmm. like in the whole game. Yeah. So they didn't know any better. They were around before Facebook. Yeah, but I th- were they, did they do it to get content? That was what it was. They felt that that was the easiest way to get content was to allow creators to monetize. Yeah. So because no one had thought of it yet. Hmm. No one thought of another way to do that. Yeah. And since then, there's plenty of other ways to do that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but here's why YouTube's even in this position. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes back to uh, 2017. Uh, the adpocalypse. Yep. Uh, which basically was instigated by uh, some mainstream media outlets mm-hmm. who basically threw a, an attack on YouTube because they're getting independent, uh, independent content rather yep. than the mainstream content, yep. right? And it was hurting their business. Mm-hmm. So they threw an attack on YouTube and threw into light all of these uh, controversial videos mm-hmm. that were having ads run next to them. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. YouTube's the... You, if you guys don't know, if you guys aren't on YouTube and if you want to know where the aliens came to Earth, go. Cool, it's on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> have documentaries about how the Egyptians came to Earth on spaceships. But there's also a uh, framing of, you know, uh, former largest subscriber subscribed channel uh on youtube pewdiepie Mm. he's always the target of that yeah um so he always gets framed in a way that 
is not always necessarily true. They take it out of context yep. and things like that. And yep. so to people who aren't on YouTube, who listen to everything that the mainstream media has to say, think that this is how the world is and this is who these people are and mm-hmm. this is what mm-hmm. it's all like. Yeah. Right. Um, and a lot of those people are still in quite high up jobs in large companies that are advertising on YouTube. Yeah. So what happens is that, that scares them away from advertising. Mm-hmm. So Wall Street Journal, tick, we've achieved our objective. Yep. They're yep. not advertising there anymore. They're, They're advertising, advertising with, with us. us. Yeah. Follow right? the money, right? At yeah. the end of the day, always follow the money. Yeah. But so, so YouTube's response to that is, okay, we're going to be more careful with what we show ads on mm-hmm. um, and... We're going to only show ads, like, if it's considered controversial, mm-hmm. then we won't show ads on that. That's yep. demonetized, quote oh, yeah. unquote. Yep. Well, you can't show uh, ads, not so advertiser friendly. friendly. Yep. Yeah. So it's demonetized. Mm-hmm. So this is the difference. So you've got two sides, the creator side where you just go, I've been demonetized, right? Mm-hmm. You get the YouTube side and the advertiser's side oh, that's controversial content that's Mm -hmm. not suitable to have our advertisers advertise on. They don't want to advertise on that. So we're going to put in a system that says... That's you, not. That's, that's not friendly. Yeah, enough. that's not exactly. Okay. That doesn't. That doesn't take care of the people who are paying our. In a perfect world, I can see that it's a great system. In theory, yeah, I mean, it's a if, great system. If you can, if you can remove any vagaries and any uh, uh, discrepancies or. But that's the problem: is that it's all vague. Mm-hmm. They say what constitutes advertiser friendly nobody knows no one really knows yeah the i mean and i don't have it in front of me but the youtube creator guidelines and all of that stuff is there Mm -hmm. but the language is so broad that it's hard to really say anything specific i think youtube's got pretty good lawyers too and then if it happens Mm -hmm. and you get demonetized they don't tell you why either yeah so there's no way of actually knowing where the boundaries of this system are. Yep. Um, so you, it, the result is that you end up just guessing just blindly. Yeah. And you're investing in something that you have no certainty of recovering your in, your investment. Yeah. Because if I was going to make a bit of video that I knew was not going to be monetizable, I would because I wanted to make a point. Then yeah, I'd do it. But if, you know, but if I'm trying to make content and make a living, then I want to be on the right side yeah. of your guidelines, right? I mean, that's fair enough. I mean, I'm playing in your space, you yeah. know, I'm, I will try and meet as many of your guide, all your guide, guidelines so that then I can be monetized. And, yeah, exactly. Right? Um, but if I don't know what those guidelines are. How am I supposed how, to play, like, yeah. how are you supposed to play tennis if you don't know what the rules are? Well, how are you supposed to play tennis when someone's black, like, removed all the markings? Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Then we and don't even you know, just got to look at the umpire. Yeah, the is it in or out? Well, I don't know. Yeah, And he says, out. Oh, so, no, it's in. No, well, yeah. well, 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 bite me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? And then another way that these... Uh, guidelines and restrictions were put in place to try and manage this mm-hmm. is uh previously you used to be able to have a monetized channel um if you had over 100 subscribers that's all you needed and then you could monetize your channel mm. and the point of that is so that you can't have like someone create 50 channels upload 50 videos 
and uh, just yeah. sort of game the system through just yeah. brute force. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, and they found, oh, look, that's not really enough. There's a lot of people with bots creating channels and stuff mm-hmm. like that and mm-hmm. posting videos auto- automatically. Yeah, and right. Stuff like that. So we want to clean up our platform mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and all of these fake accounts and unused accounts that are just there to sort of farm, harvest. Yeah, yeah. yeah farm. Yeah. From our farm ad revenue. Yeah. Yep, got rid um, of it, we need to get rid of those. Yep. So we changed it to uh, a thousand subscribers and you have to accumulate 4,000 hours of watch time over a 12 month period. <sighs> so okay. that makes you go, okay, well, you have to have a channel that's actually got some sort of engagement and users and you need to, there's the proof that you've got those users. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this is the problem that going back to the Instagram stuff that we were talking about, this Mm -hmm. is where it starts becoming a bit of a problem because now from the union perspective, if you're doing that and just only picking select ones that you're going to favor because they're a certain size, then that's, no longer fair to the other people who are trying to who are trying to work really hard to get monetized and and get the support that YouTube could potentially give. Mm-hmm. And then you go even further up the ranks. There's a YouTube preferred um, creator. They get creator. Yeah, they get so, they get found by everyone. They get the algorithm puts forward and. But they also actually make more money. Mm-hmm. They make a higher percentage of the, the ad, ad revenue. revenue. Yep. yep. Um, and I think advertisers can say, look, only advertise on YouTube preferred. preferred. Like that's yep. a verified sort of thing. Yep. Yep. Um, so that also then creates these problems that yep. so the, what I'm, what the I'm union's going to fight. Right. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is that, you know, there's a legitimate reason why YouTube's trying to do it, but it feels like YouTube has had an imperfect implementation uh, of their of yeah. of their policy. Look, here's the thing. There's every chance that, you know, I mean, the smart thing to do if you're um if you're to start a platform mm-hmm. like Instagram or Facebook, unless you've got a model that actually directly hit this is a sh- a shopping tool mm-hmm. like Amazon or something like that or mm-hmm. even um uh, what's that one where you make it yourself, like the little handmade Etsy. stuff? Etsy. Yep. Like that's, those things mm. are like, Etsy's kind of a social media yeah, in but, a way. But it's, with just, a sho- but it's with just a shopping, shopping cart. Yeah. cart. Yeah. yeah, attached to it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're it's very to do clear something. what the purpose is. Absolutely. Whereas Facebook and Instagram, they don't pay their people no. to create content that's it they rely on the people to figure out uh, ways to make, make money, money themselves exactly right? i mean there are platform video platforms out there that you know you upload and you and people will pay to you to watch yeah right clips for sale and things like that right there's a there's a fine model that's not going to cause any problems, problems. yeah because it's clear mm-hmm. and it's clear what people are paying for they're specifically paying for one particular product yep. or service or whatever it is yep whereas um the other ones, it's just, it's it's intangible. I get it. Yeah, I totally get it. So what it feels, and what's happened is that, again, the creators are collateral damage. Same thing yeah. with the influ- Instagram. The influencers, collateral damage. Yeah. So 
Then I'm going to bring on the next part, which was probably... To, so the new restrictions came in 2018. Mm-hmm. Moved to end of 2018, 2019, mm-hmm. around there. And current day of publishing <laughs> this. <laughs> um, the, the latest thing that is a big, big, huge issue with YouTube, which I hope the, um, the unions are able to resolve somehow because yep. this is in my opinion the biggest problem so right. all of that aside mm-hmm. um copyright claim mm. so copyright claims on youtube are left in the hands of the corporate companies oh it's messy it's so messy isn't it because yeah so they've got they've got a, a platform where they can f- review content mm-hmm. and claim a video and yeah. what happens when you claim a video is the creator of that video loses the revenue not only loses the revenue mm-hmm. the revenue gets put into the corporate company who claimed its bank oh, account yeah. right they right. get the revenue right so so they they profit off your oh, okay. they but profit what, off your but work what, what constitutes an ip claim well that's questionable because mm. uh youtube do not get involved in this this Mm. is the problem Mm -hmm. youtube don't actually get involved in what constitutes an ip claim right so um they will just say look this is between you and the company that have claimed that's claimed it Mm. Mm. um and youtube is just 100 percent compliant with whatever the company says yeah uh it keeps them out of court follow all of that sort of stuff right yeah um but the problem is there are a lot of cases of fair use mm-hmm. where some sort of content is transformative enough to be considered new mm-hmm. and be yeah. protected under fair use uh, guidelines. Mm-hmm. But a company can claim it. And if they say, yep, we're going to claim it, okay, mm-hmm. you can dispute that with the company mm-hmm. through YouTube. You can say, I'm going to dispute this. Yep. The company can then review it. And say no. And then say no. Yep. And then you have to take and them then, to court. And then you yeah. give another r- dispute, which is an actual legal dispute, mm-hmm. uh, where you have to actually sign um, mm-hmm. and submit it. Yep. And then they also have the freedom to go, no. Yeah. And, and then unless you take them to court, yep. then... They take all your money. Then they take the money. Yep. Um, the problem is that they... They take the money until you dispute it, mm-hmm. regardless. Mm-hmm. So anything that's been paid to them... Oh, you don't get back. You don't get back until you've disputed. Then once it's disputed, yep. then it sits in in limbo mm-hmm. until the outcome is agreed on. Yep. Right? But then on top of that, you can't turn off ads for that video anyway after that. It's claimed by another company. They'll yeah, keep right. ads running. Right. So, so your only option is to take the video down. That's the only option you have. And if they, even if after the final dispute and they say no, they can then issue a copyright strike on your channel. Yeah, right. And three strikes and you're, you're banned. banned from YouTube. Yeah. So you're giving these people the right to ban you from the platform mm-hmm. entirely. Yeah. Um, without any sort of 
recourse or yeah. proper, proper dispute resolution. Yeah. And, 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 this, and here's why it is a really big problem. Mm-hmm. Because the companies themselves will are uh, exploiting this unshame, like with no shame. Mm-hmm. Like just fully exploiting oh, totally. it. false copyright claims left, right, and center. Yep. Um, there are channels that you can see uh, the ad the companies have gone through channels mm-hmm. and not taken. Uh, there was one instance where the the guy had the same song, five second clip of the song that he had an arrangement with the actual artist that he was yeah. able to play at yep. the end. Yep. But then the label said, "Oh no." We own the copyright, yeah, we'll take it. but they didn't do it on every video. Mm. Even though the song was on every video, yeah, right. they only did it on the most viewed the ones. ones. Yeah, of course they would. Um, just, to, just to get the money. Yeah. And I've also got uh, some cases where I've had copyright claims mm-hmm. that I've disputed and I've been fortunate enough to win them. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them actually got... Uh, declined on my first dispute, and mm-hmm. that's how I know that when you go to the second one, you have to make a legal declaration. Yeah, yep. and you're risking your channel by doing that. <clears throat> they tell you specifically that you're risking your channel if you mm-hmm, do this mm-hmm. dispute. Yep. So you better know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So, um, in theory, you think, okay, well, I'll just use royalty-free music. I'll do yep. all of the right things, yep. all of that sort of stuff. Um, and I'll even get the music off YouTube. They mm-hmm. have a creator yep. library for yep. music that you can oh, use. Yeah. yeah. So I had a video where I'd got, uh, got claimed by a company mm-hmm. for the music that I was using in it. Mm-hmm. And I got that music from, from YouTube. YouTube's yeah. creator library. Yeah, that happens. So they've literally gone in there, claimed, mm-hmm. claimed something. Yep. Um, and YouTube is in no power to do anything. Yeah. Um. No, it's not. They don't have any power. They don't. Well, they don't want to. They don't. Yeah. They you, they remove themselves from that because your collateral damage. Yeah. It doesn't it? It's, exactly. It doesn't you know? They, the last thing they want to do is rock the boat. But in the last six months, it's just been rampant. Oh, it's I've, been crazy because it's an it's you, the system is is ripe for abuse yeah you know and because there's no one standing up for the rights of the creators no one's standing up for the rights of the influencers no one's standing up you know uh, i would love to see uh probably more than more than um these unions taking on youtube mm-hmm. i'd love to see these unions taking on the um you know the companies that are doing this oh at some point perhaps you know there yeah. might be there might be enough of a of a fund within the that's what unionization does isn't it it gives you a a base um to to have a collective voice and a collective action um yeah so for all you who are listening out this and think that it's you know the world's going to hell in a handbasket it probably is but not today um the the, the again the point that I think we're both trying to make here is that if you're going to do business online, be prepared, protect yourself. You know, um, there are many ways to put up YouTube content that circumvents the adpocalypse, right? Well, here's here's the thing that I was going to say. Um, how how I would tie this back to our audience is mm-hmm. 
It's probably never been a better time to advertise on YouTube because everyone's running scared of advertisers <laughs> and the ad pay-per-view rates are pretty low. No, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's how I would take advantage yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah, do that. <laughs> um, well, there you go. Uh, and, and advertising on Instagram? Yep, do that because Instagram is now the biggest social media channel in the world. Yeah. Uh, in terms of active users. Well, that's how I got my uh, most legendary client and you... Uh, you you did work with as well. Yeah. And on top of that, here's the thing. Um, I'm going to foreshadow a bit of Go, what foreshadow. I'm doing. Foreshadowing. All right. You're so going to just give a hint of what, what you're doing. doing. Exactly. So what I've been, so what um, I've been working on in the last uh, six to eight months is a platform, a retail tech platform that will help influencers monetize. So anytime an influencer makes a sale on the platform, they um, get a percentage of that sale, a commission, so to speak, and uh, and no ifs, no buts. And we feel that it's about time that such a platform does exist. And if you would like to know a bit more about it, go down to www. Dot. Dot. Oh, dot. <laughs> I'll do the dots around here. Thank you very much. Start again. www. Dit. Oh, I, I messed it up. <laughs> Dot. One job. <laughs> One job. Ruby Soda. Dot. Com. And that's it. And that's it. That's it. Right now, we've got a landing page for people to sign up um, to register their interest. Awesome. Um, so we're, we're, we're gauging market demand and we know, we're onboarding influencers as we speak. Um, and then we're going to take it to the brand. How exciting. I'm excited for you. Mm. I haven't even been to that domain name yet. I got to <laughs> check it out right now. And so <laughs> if you're listening to this uh, and you want to, what we usually do is we uh, discuss businesses and ways that they can uh, improve their online presence, yep. their website, their social medias, all of that stuff. And we spitball and brainstorm ideas for content and such. Yep. Uh, if you want to be one of those businesses, just head on down to www. Dot. That's my job. No, I'm doing a better. I do a better job. I do, okay. I'm doing it better than you. www. Dit. Destroy digital. <laughs> dit. Dit. Come. Dit. Hate you. <laughs> and fill out the form, submit your business, and we'd love to hear from you. And if you enjoyed the podcast, give us a review on the Apple Podcasters. That's right. Forget about iTunes. Forget about it. Forget about it. And in the meantime... Go destroy something today.